Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to Starting a Record Label. This is a podcast, obviously, about starting a record label. Bow, bow, bow. All right, all right, all right. And not in the Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey? McConaughey? I don't know what his last, how to say his last name. But anyway, this is going to be like a kind of a, a roundup of such for this week and uh, kind of what happened and what's going on. I am uh, sitting here eating me a slicer pizza and uh, enjoying it very, very much so in the uh, pop punk way. Just wanted to give a heads up. I, if you guys haven't tuned into the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast by Jacques Lamore, you should definitely do that if you're into pop punk because it's pretty fun. And he interviews quite a few uh, well-known people in the pop punk realm. You know, I, I hate saying like, you know, subscribe to my channel. Oh my goodness. Subscribe to it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, why don't I just, you know, I'm just going to start saying subscribe to other people's channels because they're better than mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this week, uh, I don't know if you caught it or not. I'm not sure if you're into ska at all, but um, <clears throat> certain bands are doing pretty well on the internet in certain genres and certain niches. And I think Five Iron Frenzy is one of the ones that a few years ago started doing really, really well. They came out of kind of retirement. And they have such a crazy, insane uh, fan base that uh, just out of the gate a few years ago, they raised like $200,000 or so for their Kickstarter. And I don't think they even thought they'd make anywhere near that. I think the Kickstarter originally was for like maybe $10,000. And it was just boom, exploded. So if you guys think that, you know, Kickstarter can't work, it definitely can. Uh, you probably definitely need a pretty awesome fan base behind it, though, to to work like that. But this time around, they're releasing a new album and they got two hundred and eighty seven thousand seven hundred and sixty four dollars. And that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know many bands that actually could do that this, these days. And to be honest, I don't think their fan base size is that big, but I really think that it's one of those, you know, if you have a thousand followers that are willing to put a hundred dollars behind you or whatever, you could fund your band for a whole year that way. It's, it's something like that. They probably have 50,000 followers. In fact, I'm going to look it up right now. How many do they have? Uh, let's see here. Five iron frenzy. They've got, Oh, that's, that's the group. They have, a, they have a group called I Hate Five Iron Frenzy, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that, dude, I was about right, right? I think I said 50,000. They have 46. So, I mean, on, on Facebook, that is. And so, yeah, they uh, they did really, really well this week, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, I love the band, and I have saw them when I was growing up. I think I saw them, like, uh, probably, like, 13 times within, like, three or four years. And uh, just loved going to their shows because they were so energetic and fun. But, uh yeah, that's pretty awesome in the uh, in music news, whatever. And uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't raise that much money this week, um, but I have been adding to the label fund a ton since uh, since I got back and and over the corona. If you didn't know, uh, a few maybe probably over a month now, probably month and a half, almost two months ago, I had the corona. Even though uh, I did a podcast about having it a couple weeks ago. Um, that I, I had it probably about a month and a half ago, I think. But anyway, yeah, since I got back from having the corona and back from my vacation that was destroyed by the corona, <laughs> um, I'd been doing a lot more uh, second job stuff to put some money uh, ahead for the label. 
Uh, I made about 800 bucks this week and shoved that into the label account. And uh, yeah, it's kind of my second job. And if you don't know, I do uh, deliveries and stuff like that, like Uber Eats and Postmates and things like that. And uh, in Los Angeles, it can be pretty lucrative, man. I made like 35, 40 bucks an hour in certain, on certain things. Now, that's not the norm. I probably get about 20 bucks an hour overall, generally. But dude, it can definitely help out for a second job. So I'll put a link down in the description here if you want to take a look into doing Uber Eats or whatever. I mean, it's pretty easy. You get out, you pick up the stuff, you drop it off. It's pretty easy, and uh, you can do it. I like doing it and listening to podcasts because my brain can kind of just shut off and uh, can just do the work without even thinking about it. And uh, I don't know if you know who Ari Herstand is, but he's like a, a musician. He writes books and whatnot. And he wrote a book talking about, oh, man, there's people stomping above me. Um, <laughs> he wrote a book talking about you know, how, how to make it in the music industry. And one of the things was, you know, if you have a second job while you have a band or, what, or label or whatever you're doing, make sure that that job is a job that takes your, I got to think of how he said it. It takes kind of like your body and not your mind because, you know, when you're tired physically, it's not as big of a deal. You can still, you know, work on some things online to do other things. But if you're doing a, an office job where you're constantly thinking in front of a computer all day long, um, it, it kind of wreaks havoc on your brain. And so when you get home, you're just like, I just want to turn it off and watch maybe a dumb show and go to bed. So this is kind of nice with the Uber Eats thing. It's perfectly up that alley. It's like I just look at the app. I show it to the person at the desk. They give me the food. I get in the get in the car. It's automatic with my pot. My podcast starts back up when I hit start on the car, and we just drive to the next one and whatnot. I wouldn't. I maybe wouldn't recommend doing Uber Eats or something like that if you have a car that guzzles gas. I've got a, a second gen Prius or something like that, and uh, it gets about thirty seven miles to the gallon still. So it does pretty well. So if you're getting less than twenty, you're probably not going to be doing yourself any favors but yeah that's kind of what i've been doing and i you know there's just this week alone i think i made like 800 bucks and that's doing like you know nights and weekends uh and and whatnot so putting that away um this week also i've been setting up my website and facebook pixel for it i know i've been saying that for a while now but i finally got around to doing that so if you start seeing uh, ads on instagram and facebook uh say something dumb in the comments for me will you <laughs> No, nah, I'm joking, but uh, that was something that I really wanted to get moving because I had been doing ads before and they were helping the podcast out quite a bit. But the thing was, as I didn't have like a pixel on a website anywhere else um, to kind of redirect to people that had already seen the ads and that had like wanted to actually watch it. Because what, you know, Facebook is, there's a big thing that you can do with marketing there and anyone that says, you know, it can't work is doesn't understand how it, how it actually does work. So with the Facebook pixel, you can you know, put up a video ad, and if somebody watches 75% of it, you know, well, they're probably interested in whatever I'm doing. And so you can say, hey, you know, maybe send them this next thing or send them, you know, hey, to my band page or my label page or whatever it is. Anyway, yeah, I got that set up so I can start doing that, and it actually, take, actually takes in the information this time. Um, so we'll see how well that does, and I'll, I'll talk about that in maybe a future podcast and how well the, uh, the integration of that Facebook pixel and the marketing uh just behind the podcast works uh the labels will probably be a little bit easier to deal with podcasts are kind of funny you know people only listen to them in like certain situations i don't think i've listened to a podcast too often from my computer it's usually it usually it's usually uh when i'm on the road or, or in the car or um 
maybe when I'm working on something, I just want something overhead to you know, be in the background. People used to, you know, listen to just crappy either talk radio or, you know, just, you know, the top 20 hits or whatever radio and radio stations going under. I'm kind of glad because with all these podcast networks, man, you can find something that you really like that, you know, may not have a lot of followers, but it definitely has something that you're interested in. So <laughs> as in you're listening to this stupid uh, record label podcast. And uh, thanks for listening, by the way. Please subscribe, <laughs> like I said before. But anyway, after the website thing, uh, I actually talked to Jesse Pennington again. And if you haven't want, listened to that podcast, I'll put that in the description as well. Uh, he's uh, like a power user for HubSpot. I think it's called power user for them. But like they basically make like really big integrated websites for large companies that are doing, you know, sales and, and things like that. And so, you know, he's super smart into that. But I have been also working with him because he was in a band when I was in college that I mixed. And it was probably one of the first bands and first mixes that I was like, wow. I'm actually good at this. <laughs> and it kind of was like, it was more like, oh, the band's really, really good. <laughs> and we were, they recorded it really well. And so the mixing just comes way easier. <laughs> but uh, he had had like a mixer or somebody else in college that just wasn't very good after they recorded it. Sent it to me to mix. I can't remember everything, but they loved the mix afterwards. And we kind of became friends since then. I kind of rescued the the album from being destroyed. And he thanked me a few times over because of that. So, uh, yeah, I had, anyway, he's, like I said, he's a HubSpot power user. I don't, I don't know what they call it, but, um, he's been helping me with, with, with the website and whatnot. And, uh, I've been helping him with, uh, doing some music. So if you're interested in the future, his band Pennington, which I don't know if he'll, he'll put it under Jesse Pennington or just, just Pennington again, um, was really, really good. And I wonder if, I think he's going to put up the old, the old mixes and whatnot. And the songs are just amazing. So I love this dude. But uh, I'll I'll give you a heads up if he ever post if he posts the uh, the new stuff soon. But uh, anyway, I'm working on stuff with him, and we started we, you know we started talking about the website, and I told him uh, finally that I told him uh, I did choose WordPress. In a former podcast, when I talked to him about websites, he strongly discouraged me from using WordPress, and uh, you know Wix, I guess security issues and everything else like that is just a lot better for for Wix or a Squarespace, but I ended up choosing WordPress anyway. And I think it was more the fact that it's going to do exactly what I want it to do with uh, some funnels and things that I want to put together for business wise. But also the fact that I'm just, I'm just used to it. I tried putting together like a Wix website and I tried to put together like a Squarespace, Squarespace website and it took forever. And even after I learned everything and I'm like dragging things around and putting stuff, I'm like, it doesn't look the way I want it to look. It doesn't feel the way I want it to feel. And I just, I can't do it in a timely fashion. And if I'm going to be updating this like every week or so, I just don't want to be, I don't want to be using this. <laughs> and if it's going to, if I have to add on a bunch of other expensive features for it to actually work the way I want it to work, then I really don't want it to do that. So yeah, I chose, I chose WordSpace. I'm a bit of a control freak and I kind of want something to do a certain thing a certain way. So, and he was cool with it, to be honest. He was like, yeah, I understand it. You know, I just moved from WordSpace 2 over to HubSpot or whatever it was. And so it was good. Probably should have recorded that as a podcast, but uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> so we did that this week. Done, did quite a few, man. I'm kind of rolling on it this week, with exception of coming up to this next part. 
Um, like a few weeks ago, I'd said, hey, I got these videos I'm doing and I'm going to do one about like a streaming computer I'm putting together, kind of like a computer build for bands and people who are wanting to do audio and streaming and uh, video editing. And I did that as well as uh, one that I'd been making for uh, a desk. I was like, you know what? I can't find any of these pieces because uh, everybody online is buying desks because of COVID and everybody's at home. So uh, all the desks, the good desks are sold out. So why don't I just make one like one of these handy guys do? And so I did a video on that. And both of these, these videos, the computer desk video and the computer itself video, I accidentally deleted some photos, some videos from them. So I'm like, oh man, where's the shots that I need? What do I need to do? I probably need to go back and forth and to make this stuff work. And it just really kind of sucks. Like, oh man, I really need to figure out another storage issue because when you're doing videos and podcasts and whatnot and you're a mixer uh i have probably 30 terabytes of stuff just sitting over here and i don't want to delete it because you know you might need it especially for mixing stuff in the future it's it's not something that you just want to throw away <laughs> i know plenty of people who are like oh yeah, I don't know if I can find that. And they're like, no, no, we'll give you a bunch of money if you find it. <laughs> and they go back and they find it. And you know, here you go. You know, because you're kind of ended up being the hosting for for their old stuff because their mix, whoever was uh, holding onto their mixes lost them all. I don't, I don't know how many times that's actually happened. That's a ton. And I don't always charge for it. So, but uh, especially if it's within the last couple of years. But uh, I just, I definitely need to fix like a storage issue of of what i'm doing uh with that so those videos should be coming out in the next week after i do some more shooting of the videos or whatever but uh that kind of leads me to things i'm planning on purchasing <laughs> and along the lines of the video i'm actually going to be purchasing like a podcast setup uh right now i just kind of using some stuff that i have at my home that uh since i'm a recording dude i kind of just have stuff laying around and i can get it to work really well because I know what I'm doing, but, uh, podcast setups are a lot better when you have like better working things that kind of, anyway, microphones that are good. Like right now I just have a kind of like a handheld mic, mic that I know how to get sounding really well with EQ and compression and whatnot. And, uh, I'm actually just going straight into the computer. I sold my interface a while ago and, um, I needed a new one. So I'm going to be picking up a new one and, uh, going over some cheap ones also for podcasts. So that will be another video soon. And uh, I'll let you guys know. I probably, like I said, it'll be like next week or so when, when some of these videos start hitting. And I kind of want to, I don't want to release them all at once, but they will be released in the future. And last uh, but not least is people I got coming up for the podcast. Man, I, you know, I keep trying to get some notable people for, for graphic editing. If you know anybody that does like graphic design that's like pretty decently well known that works in the music sphere. I'm trying to get somebody in there, but I I really I think that like people that are graphic designers are just really introverts because they do not like responding or talking to anything besides doing the graphic editing. I'm like, hey, do you want to? Hey, would you be interested in you know being on the podcast and talk about you know graphic editing for like labels? And, and to and I'm talking about people that have worked at labels, and they're like, oh, I don't know, or they just don't they don't respond. They ghost me, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> sorry, I guess. But uh, I'm still trying to get 
someone to do graphic design for the label and have them on the website and someone that's going to oversee a lot of different things. So if you know anybody, drop them in the comments there or send me an email or something. Not today, robot at gmail.com. Uh, but anyway, for people that I picked up uh, for this week, this next week, I picked up Jacques Lamour, who does the Pop Bunk and Pizza podcast. I think I talked about that at the beginning of the episode. I really love his podcasts, and we're going to talk about labels and kind of the music industry currently and what bands are probably doing good who have labels, what bands who are doing good that don't have labels, and things like that. So that'll be fun to talk about since he's he's really knowledgeable. I don't, I don't think he's my age. He's probably a little bit younger, but yeah. Also, um, I'm not sure if it's 100% yet, so I don't know if I should necessarily say that this is happening, but I, I'm going to say it anyway because I'm so freaking excited about it. I talked to uh, Larry Livermore, which, if you don't know, was the owner, CEO, whatever, of Lookout Records, the label from the 80s and 90s that had Green Day and Operation Ivy and Screeching Weasel, and I think they had Rancid at the beginning, and I think Tiger Army and the Groovy Ghoulies and the Mr. T Experience, which is one of my favorites. Anyway, he wrote a book a while ago called How to Ruin a Record Label. And I'm going to put all the stuff in the bottom of the, the description in case you're interested in any of it. But gosh, I love that book so much. And at the end of it, I should probably do like a full review of it uh, at some point. But that book is one of my favorite record label books because it talks about everything that went wrong. And it kind of scares you a little bit like, holy crap. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with people. I don't want to do this or that. But it's such a good book. And I'm going to talk to him hopefully about how to maybe not run into the bad things that he ran into and uh maybe and how he did it in the 90s man because you know they started that stuff in the east bay uh, uh east san francisco bay and it got all the way to me which was like in indiana but like outside chicago so it was still kind of like farmish land but how the heck it got to uh, like me and my high school friends it's kind of crazy so we we'll talk about the marketing aspects of that and maybe how we could use that for artists today Oh, uh, one last thing, uh, a little bit of music news for you. Twitch is uh, finally paying for, for music on its platform, which opens up another whole streaming realm for that. Uh, I don't know how to get on the uh, cleared songs list yet, but uh, maybe in the future it'll be easier for you guys to do that. So, uh, yeah, that's probably about it for this week. Uh, it's kind of just like a roundup, probably uh, more like one of those LLC kind of lowdown talks that we're going to be having every once in a while just to say what's what's been going on in, uh, in the not-today-robot label realm. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and please make sure that you subscribe on any podcast apps that you have. For any, like, decent-sized interviews, we actually put those on YouTube as well. Probably use the link below because they kind of suck when I, when you even search for, like, not-today, or, or, sorry, when you search for, like, uh, starting a record label podcast i'm not the first thing that pops up it's like a bunch of other things because they're trying to think of what you're actually looking for so uh yeah uh click the link below and uh hopefully see you guys next week with uh jacques lamore